0: Hello and welcome to the Alliance Sacred Alchemy podcast. I'm your host, Raspreet Sagu, and as a woman of color, I understand only too well the unique challenges that we face in our manifesting journey, which are often bypassed in the mainstream teachings. In this space, we're going to be exploring the role of cultural imprinting, ancestral wisdom, societal expectations, and the impact of all of that on our manifestation process. And of course, I'll be sprinkling in the magic that's available when we understand and harness our energy using things like human design and astrology so we can manifest in alignment with our true essence and our purpose here on earth. Gear up for the revolution and get ready to manifest in and on purpose. Hey everyone, welcome to another enlightening episode of the Alliance Sacred Alchemy podcast. Today, we're going to be embarking on a journey to unleash the true power within you. Get ready to embrace your inner magic and step into the realm of empowered manifesting. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how healing colorism, your skin tone, what you've been told about your skin tone, what you think and have internalized about what that means can boost your manifesting success. So, I'll be sharing more about what I mean when I'm talking about empowered manifesting in relation to intention, intuition and inner alignment. We'll talk about how colorism can negatively impact your self-worth, self-confidence, self-esteem, all of the selves and hinder your manifesting abilities. So if you're one of those people who are always working on your self-worth, your self-confidence, you might want to lean in and listen because the root issue may not actually be what you think it is and what you've been working on so far. And of course, I'm going to be sharing some healing tips and how healing from colorism can boost your self-confidence and alignment with your authentic desires and promote vibrational alignment and liberation from limiting beliefs without necessarily doing the mindset work that everyone leads you to believe you have to do. Um, We're going to be talking about embracing your inner magic and challenging societal norms And celebrating your authenticity, what sets you apart, what makes you you. And we'll be rewriting the narrative and dismantling limitations that are imposed, that can be internalized, that can be normalized, and that we carry from generation to generation. So we're gonna be dismantling all of that. And you're finally gonna be able to use all of this information to integrate it into a customized manifesting framework for you so you can. Honour this as part of your experience and step outside the mainstream manifesting narratives to redefine your own style, method and rhythm of manifesting. So let's dive in. What is empowered manifesting, I hear you asking. To me, it's a magical blend of intention, intuition and inner alignment that allows you to co-create your reality with the universe. It's about transcending the limitations of traditional manifesting methods and embracing your unique qualities and talents and playing to those. What I find about the traditional, the more popular manifesting methods is they completely bypass uh, an entire population, an entire sector of people and their lived experiences, the generational traumas, the internalized depression that we have been carrying in our lineage. So even though you may not feel like you've personally experienced this, if you've had that happen in your lineage, in your genetic line, it may have been passed down to you. I'll give you an example. My father-in-law came here in the 70s when that he faced racism. He wore a turban. Um, he was discriminated against. It was hard work, and at one point he wasn't getting jobs. He was being turned away from jobs because he was he wore, wore a turban, and so he had to cut his hair, which went against everything he believed in, but in order to survive, he had to do that and conform to society. Now, you can imagine the kind of emotional turmoil, the trauma, the oppression that he would have felt when he had to do this, when he was forced into doing this in order to fit in just to survive, just to get a job, just to earn his keep and pay his way, right? So even though my husband and I haven't necessarily faced the exact same experience that has been passed down. The fear, the traumas, the even the nervous system responses when you are in a situation of being the odd one out, being different, not conforming to that grouping. Like this is very, very deep stuff. And this is all on an unconscious level. We absorb this as children. So just take a moment to think about your family and your lineage, how did they end up where they are now? If you are a brown person, there is probably a backstory behind how you ended up where you are, no matter where you are in the world, right? So you may have to go back a few generations, but there may be something there. I'm pretty sure that if you are a brown person and you're listening to this podcast, you're probably going to be able to find out in your history, in your lineage, where some of that suppression, that trauma, that PTSD may be held within the genetic line. Now, I don't share this for you to be the poor me, victim energy, oh no, this is what happened and we've got to stay in that you know um victimhood it's not about that it's about being aware and understanding how all those things that happened previously are affecting you and you're manifesting now why and how are they blocking you from receiving what you're asking for Why and how are they affecting your self-esteem, your self-confidence, the way you're showing up in the world, the way that you're perceived by others, the energy that you radiate, even though you may be doing the mindset work, even though you're doing all the positive affirmations, even though you're putting it out in the universe every single day about the desire that you wish to have, that you wish to call in. You may be doing all of those things, but if there is something else going on in the background, it's like a program running in the background it's going to be corrupting what you're trying to create. And that is why we want to become aware of it, not go into the victimhood of it, but just become aware and see how this is affecting your behaviors, what you're doing, the action that you're taking. And it's all going to start to make sense. And once you have that awareness is when you can start working on that on a much deeper level than they talk about in mainstream manifesting, And you're going to know exactly what it is that you need to do to overcome those wounds, those challenges. And then if you've been in my world a while, you'll know that I love to integrate magic and the energy languages through different modalities. My personal favorites at the moment are human design and astrology. And there's plenty more that I use within my toolkit. But I absolutely love those two things to be able to see what makes a person tick, Where are the wounds? How do you overcome them? What are the gifts? And it sheds beautiful light on how you can actually customize your manifesting framework with your lived experiences at the forefront rather than doing it in a generic way that. Works for you if you're privileged, if you have no internalized oppression, if you come from a culture where you're not suppressed, where you're not oppressed, which most brown women that I talk to in some way, shape, or form have experienced suppression and oppression in their life. All right. So if that's you, if this is speaking to you, then just listen in because this is going to be epic. The conversation that we're going to be having today is going to blow your mind and you're never going to think about manifesting in the same way that you have done before. Now I know I've digressed, so let's go back to the impact of colorism on our ability to manifest. Before I move on with anything, let's just talk about what colorism actually is. Colorism is a form of discrimination within our communities that can deeply affect our self-worth and stop us from manifesting our desires. It can interfere with our manifesting ability, with our natural way of creating and manifesting. And colorism perpetuates the idea that certain shades of brown are more desirable or more valuable than others. Okay, and this distorted belief can lead to internalized biases, which can in turn lead to us doubting our own beauty, doubting our own brilliance, our own capabilities. Okay, so it plants the seed of doubt. And doubt, if you've heard me talk about this on other episodes, I always talk about doubt as the killer of all dreams, right? So where you have doubt, it's gonna kill your dreams because you're never gonna have the confidence in yourself, in your ability to create, in the ability of the universe, God, or whatever that big life force is that's bigger than everyone else, to have your back. If you're a brown woman listening to this, I'm pretty sure that you've probably felt the sting of colorism, whether it's subtle remarks, societal preferences, or even exclusion based on your skin tone. And maybe it's not directed towards you personally, but you've probably witnessed it happening in the community, in society, you go to a wedding, it, you may see it happen there, you have conversations with your family, um, you you know, things like, I know what used to happen with us is as children, if we'd be playing outside, we'd be told by the family, oh, come indoors, come indoors, it's too hot out there, it's too sunny out there, you're going to get dark, we don't want you to get dark, you know, conversations, just subtle little things like that, um, that's colorism. And these experiences that you may have had in childhood, maybe you've had it all throughout your life, maybe you've just had it during your childhood, those experiences can leave you feeling unworthy or unseen. And that dampens your ability to manifest freely. And it's important to acknowledge this and heal from within to reclaim your power and embrace your true essence. It's really, really important because a lot of the mainstream manifesting narrative doesn't even, this conversation isn't within the realm of the conversations and the narrative happening over on mainstream because it's not an issue that's really faced by anyone outside of people of color, right? So the first step is to acknowledge this and that's when your healing can actually begin. That's where you can start calling back the power that you've been giving away because of the choices that you've made, because of the internalizations, because of the normalizations in our culture, in our communities that still go on today. And I'll share a really quick story of my own personal experience with colorism. When I was looking for my soulmate, I was set up. There was many rich there that I had from my family i had been set up. And I remember one particular one where the guy and I, we met, we went out and, you know, we got on really well and things seemed really positive. And in the context of colorism, because that's the topic of today, in terms of skin tone, we were the same skin tone, me and this guy. And things seemed to be going well between us and we wanted to get to the next stage where the families would meet. And so we arranged a day for his family to come over to our house and meet my family. And when they came over, I immediately saw his mother's face falling. She went really quiet. She didn't say a word. She was just sitting there with a sour face. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, what? Have we done? Like, what's happening here? She's not interacting. She's not engaged. Um, it feels like she just wants to run out of the house, right? And I said this to my mom after they left. I said, did you notice some weird energy and mom was like, oh no, I think you're just making a mountain out of a molehill. And she was just trying to reassure me that everything was okay. Because at this point, I'd had many rejections. I was already skeptical of meeting other people. And so mom was just trying to appease me and say, no, it's cool. You're overreacting. You're overanalyzing. And everything's going to be good because things are good between you and this guy. And the guy ghosted me, right? I was... Like, we went from texting every single day, getting on really well, to nothing. And so, the typical traditional Rishta set up thing, it's the parents that kind of liaise with the parents. So, what my mum did after a little while of me not hearing from him and him ghosting every one of my texts, mum picked up the phone and rang his mum and said, Hey, what's going on? We thought things were going really well. Um, what's going on? And the response from the mother, to this day, I was blown away that she even had the audacity to be able to say it. Um, she said to my mom, oh, you know, we when I saw the picture of your daughter, she was really fair skinned. She looked like her skin looked really light in that picture. But upon seeing her in real life, she's a little bit darker than what I'd imagined for my daughter-in-law. I, w- I always had this dream that my daughter-in-law would be very fair skinned. And that was the reason she gave to reject this proposal. I kid you not, I was floored when my mum told me this. I didn't think this happened in this day and age. And yet here I was, you know, listening to someone reject me, not on the basis of my personality or the qualities that I have or my aspirations and goals in life, not because of that, but because of something I have zero control over, which is my skin tone. And the irony of it all was we were the same skin tones. So she actually was actively looking for a daughter-in-law, for a wife or potential wife for her son. That was a much lighter skin tone than him. And this is the kind of bias, unconscious bias, that I'm talking about that is rampant even now in society, where decisions, like life decisions are made, compromises, massive compromises, because I'm sure that the guy wasn't happy about not carrying on, given that we actually got on really well. But I guess it was really important to his mum, and she must have caused a lot of drama, And he would have thought that it's not worth it. Now, I don't know, right? I'm speculating here, but the bottom line was I was rejected based on the color of my skin. And you can imagine what that did to my self-confidence. You can imagine what that would have done to the other there that I saw, the other potential suitors that I met with and how I lowered my value and how that drained my self-worth. So that's just one example that I can give you that happened within my own experience. And so healing from colorism is going to support your manifesting in several ways, which I will go through right now. And this is why I feel like as a person of color, as a brown woman, it's so important that you understand this and integrate this into your own personalized Manifesting framework because, like I said, they're just not talking about it in mainstream manifesting and it needs to be addressed. So, let's talk about some of the ways that healing from colorism can support your manifesting. Number one, it's going to increase your confidence because as you heal from the wound of colorism, your self confidence is going to grow. You're going to become more comfortable in your own skin and It's much easier to then embrace your unique beauty, your unique value and radiate that out into the world from inside rather than slapping on an affirmation and hoping for the best, right? And that increase in confidence is going to allow you to manifest from a place of empowerment and belief in your own worthiness. So everything that you are then attracting is going to match that belief in yourself. What It's going to affect the quality, right? This is how law of attraction works. You will draw to you what you believe. And if you don't believe that you're worthy, or you believe that you're not beautiful, or you believe that you're not valuable, the kind of people that you draw in are going to match that energy so if you're looking for a soulmate the kind of guys you're going to draw in or girls or whatever that you're going to draw in are going to match the energy of you feeling low about yourself and they're going to constantly remind you that you're not valuable right um equally this works in finances if you want to attract higher paying jobs promotions or more clients the quality of Of job or client or teams or anything that will help you to generate that wealth and those finances that you wish to create is going to be in direct correlation with what you value yourself to be. It's going to reflect all those experiences, all those people are going to just reflect and mirror back to you what you believe about yourself, how confident you are, how worthy you feel, and how much value you think that you bring to the table. So the second thing that healing from colorism is going to influence is your alignment with your authentic desires. Authentic desires are the ones that are actually yours, not the ones that have been projected upon you by society, by your parents, by your teachers, your coaches, your mentors, or anyone else, right? So, healing from colorism helps you to shed the societal expectations and embrace what is truly for you, what your soul desires for you, the experiences that you wish to create in this lifetime. You become less influenced by external judgments and more connected to your true passions and your dreams. So, if You'd always wanted to be a dancer, but your parents were like, no, 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 you can't do that. You have to get a proper job first, right? Because that's what good little Indian girls do. They get a good job, they get married, and who's going to want to marry a dancer? You're going to be out doing all of these dances at late nights, performances and all of that. No one's going to want to marry you, you know? You have those kinds of conversations and... If you were someone who was passionate about dancing, you might put that on the back burner because of the societal pressure and the judgments that you will face if you followed your own passion. So healing from colorism actually helps you to align with your authentic desires. It helps you to identify what is yours versus what is theirs. And once you have this level of alignment with your authentic desires, It's going to enhance your manifesting abilities. You cannot manifest something that your energy isn't 100% behind. I've said this time and time again. You cannot manifest something unless it's an actual desire that comes from within. So if you're trying to manifest a certain type of soulmate because that's what's going to make your parents happy, but actually your energy is not behind that because you want something completely different, which I did for the longest time, so I know I have personal experience, it's not going to happen. Your energy has to be behind that desire. You have to have that alignment with that desire for it to actualize into your reality. Now, the third thing, this is where we do go back to, you know, the mainstream manifesting teachings. And this is what would be classed as vibrational alignment. And that's a result of, healing from colorism because it promotes inner alignment and once you are aligned inwardly it's naturally going to raise your vibrational frequency because think about it when you're aligned within you're happier you feel more joy you feel more of that charm for life you feel hope you feel Naturally, feel these things. It's not something that you're trying to fake feeling because you're trying to raise your vibration and vibe high. It actually comes from within. And so you get to this state of vibrational frequency. When you release the wounds of colorism, it's far easier to embrace self love. And when you do that, you emit a positive energy that attracts aligned manifestations into your life. So within your relationships, people can only love you as much as you love yourself. It's just a reflection, right? So you become a magnet for abundance and opportunities because now you're inwardly aligned. You've released and let go of those wounds. Your confidence has boosted. You've raised your vibrational frequency all without doing any mindset work, right? This is before you even do any mindset work. And this is happening naturally. And then let's bring the body back into the equation here because your body is required to manifest. I've said this before in different podcasts, go back and listen to them. When you achieve this inner alignment that I keep talking about, you release a cocktail of biochemicals that make you feel happy, that bring you into that natural state of happiness. And it's far more sustainable when it's happening at a physiological level than it is when you're just doing it from the level of the mind. The level of the mind is going to be temporary. The level of your body and on a cellular level, it's going to be lasting and the results are going to be far more permanent than if you're just working on your mind through mindset work, through affirmations, through changing your beliefs and all of that kind of stuff, right? This is actually now anchoring all of that energy and your mindset will change naturally as a result of your physical state. And that brings me nicely to the fourth thing which is liberation from limiting beliefs. Colorism can create limiting beliefs which we've already talked about about your self-worth, your potential, what you're capable of what is possible for you, right? So through healing, you can dismantle those beliefs and now it's easier to do that mindset work and replace them with empowering narratives which you no longer feel like you're faking anymore because it feels aligned it's coming from within it's not just coming from the level of the mind and that liberation frees you from the constraints that may have hindered you in manifesting and receiving your desires in the past so can you see how when you address the wounds of colorism you're able to nurture more self-love, you're able to expand your confidence, deepen your trust in yourself, your trust in your ability to create what you wish to create, and your ability to lean into the trust that the universe, God, has your back, right? You create a solid foundation for what we talked about before, empowered manifesting. So beautiful people, know that your worth is not defined by the shade of your skin. Your magic knows no bounds regardless of the colour that adorns your being. And by shedding the weight of colorism, you're going to be able to liberate yourself and tap into your innate ability to manifest confidently and authentically. Embracing your inner magic means reclaiming your voice And being able to take up space, standing tall in your unique power, it means challenging societal norms and embracing your authentic beauty, your authentic gifts, your authentic talents. It means celebrating the richness of your heritage and honoring the journey that's shaped you. And that, divine souls, is exactly what I've been talking about, that is missing from the mainstream teachings honouring your journey, honouring the richness of your culture, of your heritage. And when you embrace your true self unapologetically, all of the things, your heritage, your, your journey, your lived experiences, you can create a magnetic force that attracts abundance and opportunities. So my beautiful souls, let's rewrite the narrative and dismantle the limitations imposed by colorism. And that also means that if you are lighter skinned, You get to use that privilege to stand up for the darker-skinned women. You question the narratives in your society. And you do the internal work to see where you have also internalized these prejudices by becoming aware of them. Not just saying, oh, I don't do that. When I say they've been internalized, they're everywhere. It's become so normalized. You may have unconscious bias yourself. Just pay attention to how that might be showing up for you. Without any judgment, without any criticism, because you are a product of your environment. It's not your fault. We have all, I think, to some degree, been influenced by this. Some of the ways that I've seen it show up in very subtle ways is how, in the brown community, we've been socialized to trust lighter skin individuals more. Case in point, the story I shared um, about the lady who rejected me based on my skin tone not being light enough, Right? It runs rampant in how we are conditioned to believe that the more Eurocentric our features, the more beautiful you are, the more value you hold. You might be a lighter skinned woman and still have hang ups about your features if they're non Eurocentric. And equally, you may be a darker skinned woman with beautiful features, but you just can't see past your skin tone. And so you play small. You have low self esteem. Or a tendency to compare yourself to others and be the harshest critic of yourself. So let's create a world where all shades of brown are celebrated and uplifted. If you're gonna run rogue from the mainstream generic way of manifesting and optimize your manifesting framework, you must prioritize inclusivity and equality, ensuring that everyone, regardless of their skin tone, can manifest their dreams freely and without prejudice, including yourself. And the most fun way to do this, run rogue from the mainstream manifesting narratives and what they're trying to teach you and what harm they actually perpetuate by having you bypass your culture, your lived experiences, where you come from, the differences in the societal norms and aspects You know, there may be choices and people may say, oh, but you have a choice and you can do whatever you like. And, you know, the choice is ultimately yours. And yes, you may have choices, but how many of those choices are viable options for you? Right. Whereas a viable option for someone who doesn't come from within the culture may look very differently. Right. So when in the mainstream they have the narrative, but it's your choice and you can choose differently, just choose differently. Right, that really annoys me because yes, there are choices and there are so many nuances and so many things to consider for the person who is living that experience and who is part of a society that operates differently, part of a culture that operates differently. Suddenly those choices, even though they're there, may not be the most viable choice, right? Right? So take that into consideration as you are building an intentional manifesting framework that actually works for you, that actually takes into account your current lifestyle, what's possible for you right now within the confines of your culture, within the confines of the time that you have, within the confines of your society, and also with your desired lifestyle, your authentic desires in mind. As somebody who has faced the impact of colorism, I know that we have a unique opportunity to step outside the boundaries imposed on us and redefine our own paths. So let's tap into our creativity, our intuition and our inner magic to manifest a reality that reflects our true desires and honors every single part of ourselves without rejecting any part. I invite you to embark on this empowering journey of embracing your inner magic, release the limitations of colorism and embrace the radiance that flows through your veins. Remember, you're a powerful creator, you are a powerful manifester, capable of creating a life filled with joy, abundance, fulfillment and so much more. Thank you for joining me on this illuminating episode of the Alliance Sacred Alchemy podcast. It's been so fun to talk to you. If you've resonated with today's discussion, please do share it with others who may find solace and inspiration in these words. Until next time, my beautiful souls, embrace your inner magic, honor your unique qualities, and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Stay aligned, shine brightly, and happy creating! I hope you found inspiration in our conversation. And if you did enjoy the podcast, you'd love my email community where I share regular doses of magic and tips that honor your culture, connects you with your unique manifesting style and uncovers those juicy tips that often go unaddressed in the mainstream manifesting narrative. And I have a special gift if you sign up now, my free creative blueprint shadows guide where you learn how to identify and alchemize shadows that block your desires and unlock their transformative power. Many have reported they experienced deep healing and overcame blocks to actualize their heartfelt desires with the understanding they found from this guide. The links in the show notes if this is calling to you. Until next time, happy creating.